We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are the members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. And medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. This is a quote from Dead Poets Society. Hello and welcome or welcome back to Everything Plus Everything. I'm Samvedna and today we will be discussing poetry and sprinkling some philosophies which no one asked for but we'll do it anyways. So let's begin. I'm certain that at some point in our lives we all must have thought about what's the importance or meaning of life. And you know the answer is the simplest and I'm sure you already know it. But the trouble is, we fail to acknowledge and sometimes even condemn it. Now ask yourself again, what is the meaning of life? Is it acquiring fame or wealth, owning PhDs or for a philosophical approach? Is it being content? What is it? I'll tell you a secret today. There is no meaning of life. Call it nihilistic approach if you want to, but think about it yourself. If you don't have any sort of forced responsibility, let's say tending to your family or nurturing your kids, we don't have anything meaningful or anything which provides value to our lives. And when your philosophically curious self finally accepts this fact, it starts looking for something to connect to your reality. And that's where poetry and art come into action. It doesn't have to be loaded with metaphors or poetic devices. It doesn't have to be Walt Whitman, Bukowski or Eliot. The very art of expressing yourself in words is enough. We study Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which tells us that our biological or physiological needs are our first priority. But at the end of it, it is self-actualization. Our need to indulge in creative activities which actually lead to self-fulfillment. There is no logic to life. You have to believe in the absurdity of it. No matter how much logic you use, you cannot outlogic its absurdity. The expression of your existence is meaning in itself. Our biology is bound to operate logically, but you can transcend that logic by poetry, by art, love and beauty, by things which don't make much sense. I am a word person. I understand the world best fully in words. If I have a new experience or a new feeling, I feel frustrated until I can put it into words best describing it. Poems already made me feel happier or sadder and more alive. 
Now, poetry isn't a thing which serves one purpose. It is a set of techniques that puts emotions into words. The more techniques you know, the more patterns you can recognize in the things you already know and love. That being said, poetry seems to be especially good at certain things. For example, we all are going to die. Poetry can help us with that. Bukowski once wrote, We are here to laugh at the odds and live our lives so well that death will tremble to take us. Poems are easy to share, easy to pass on, and when you read a poem, you can imagine someone is speaking to you or for you, maybe someone far away, someone made up, or someone deceased. Poetry can be used to remember something or someone, or look beyond death, or even to say goodbye. Even to people who aren't me, who don't as much live in a world of words. Poetry critic Stephen Burt once said, the patterns in poems show us not just what somebody thought or what someone did or what happened, but what it was like to be that person, to be so anxious, so lonely, so inquisitive, so goofy, so preposterous, so brave. It is our ability to imagine the hypothetical that makes poetry work. On the contrary, Auden, in one of his poems, The Memory of W.B. Yeats, quotes, Poetry makes nothing happen, but it survives a way of happening, a mouth. In other words, poetry may not live, but it does survive. It outlasts its maker and acts as a voice beyond death. Although a poem doesn't make things happen, it happens every time someone reads it. Rather than a static item printed on page, a poem is an event that occurs with each new reader and with each new reading. The general point I'm trying to make here is that there is no objective way in which you can measure your life. I'm worth it or am I worth it? There is no way you can answer that. Do not worry about the logical pursuits of life. They will take care of themselves. Believe in poetry, believe in expression, in art, love and beauty. And to quote Emily Dickinson, I'm out with lanterns looking for myself. Perhaps poetry could be our lantern. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep reading, keep writing and expressing yourself. Bye-bye and take care.